Welcome back, youth hockey fans. This is Ron reporting live from CNA Arena. We just got done watching a pretty awesome game. I'm here with Nate, but we have a special announcement coming in. Hold on. Gorman Gales faced off against the Faith Lutheran Crusaders at City National Arena. Welcome to Vegas Rinkside Rundown. The podcast that brings you the heart-pounding action and insightful discussions of youth hockey right from the heart of Las Vegas. I'm thrilled to introduce to you your favorite hockey dads, Nate and Ron. There you go. We are back live here at City National Arena. Now, for you guys, it won't be live, uh, but for us, it will be. All right, we're outside in the parking lot right now. It's a beautiful night. Oh, my God. It's absolutely gorgeous out. And uh, we just watched some pretty interesting games. Tonight's podcast actually is going to be a little bit more of, um, you know, what do, we, what do you do moving forward after getting through those beginning classes? Uh, we're going to be talking a little bit more about House League and the type of coaches you can get and uh, that, ex- that whole experience. But we really wanted to jump in quickly because we had a chance to watch a couple of uh, junior varsity and varsity high school teams here in Nevada. Uh, first uh, encounter between the two. Um, this is inaugural. In- this inaugural is f- meeting of the two teams that are here in Vegas. The only two t- high school team hockey teams in Vegas right now. Uh, we might be getting one more. <laughs> okay. Uh, w- w- where would the one more might be? What do you think that will be? So there's a, another Christian school here in Vegas that's thinking about uh, getting a hockey team. I can't remember what the name of the school was, but uh, you and I were talking to one of the dads uh, that his son goes to the school, and they were thinking about adding a hockey team. Okay, well, if they were trying to add a hockey team or not, you probably need at least one more, make it four teams. Yeah. It'd be, right? So it would be really nice if we could get a public school team here, maybe – and I was talking to one of the dads uh, at ringside, and he made a suggestion. He was hoping that the Nevada uh, School Association or whatever that's called was actually was hoping that they were at, be, they were at the game to see the turnout of fans and parents and kids. Uh, what a huge turnout today for these two games. Oh, it's absolutely amazing. Uh, packed stands, standing room only. At least two deep around the edges of the rink, all the way around. Uh, really amazing, amazing turnout. Yeah, I mean, even from JV standpoint, which we happened to, we attended both. Uh, we got some pictures. We're definitely going to be putting it up on uh, VegasRingside.com, uh, and obviously we'll post scores and um, and the performance of the night. Yeah, the uh, the national anthem. Oh, well done. Okay, I heard the first one. Was it the same person? I believe it was the same person. The second one was was spot on. Wow. So, yeah, we've got a lot to talk about, and uh, let's get let's get right into it. Uh, the boring stuff. We get this out of the way first, of course. Uh, we want to talk about our... Um, we want to talk about, first off, our tall tales. <laughs> hey, Ron. Why did the book join the hockey team? I'm stumped, Nate. Why? Because it had the best storylines. <laughs> Speaking of great storylines, have you read the latest from Tall Tales? Of course. From ice rinks to incredible adventures, Tall Tales scores every time. 
Tall Tales, where every night is a storytime hat trick. Hat trick. Or my friend uh, out in Texas who's listening to our podcast, uh, he liked the uh, um, heavy metal. Oh, the heavy one. metal. Yeah, it was really good, too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, got a little. it's a little windy, so apologies if you're getting a little bit of the wind. But uh, like I said, this is a, a real-time action, real-time response uh, for this podcast uh, currently. So right now we are... Uh, Right now, we're just going to talk quickly about House League. Um, go back to our other podcasts. I think week one and week two, we kind of talk about the, the the opportunity for your kids to actually join. Like, what do you do as a parent? Where do you go? Right? Uh, how do you find the teams locally? Uh, when I say teams, like, how do you find ice, ice rinks? There's only a few in town. Uh, which we mentioned. So go back to our previous podcast, listen to that, and you're going to find uh, a, a nice opportunity for you to bring your kids um, to the uh, to the rink and learn how to play, learn how to skate, uh, and then and then once again, uh, Little Nights program, which is a great program. But once you get beyond Little Nights, now there's three levels of Little Nights. Once you get beyond Little Nights, what do you do? You go to House League run. <laughs> now, you're, we are two House League dads that, that actually coached uh, for our uh, local rink. And uh, let me tell you something. Um, VGK, the team, the NHL team, has really brought out a lot of kids playing hockey in Southern Nevada. Like hundreds. Oh, you, you could even see that here tonight. I mean, the response here tonight was amazing. And, you know, it was good to see that not only just high school people were here, but you had a bunch of house league kids here watching the game. Uh, You know, standing next to me was a dad whose kid just started house league two years ago. So it's really amazing. Uh, It's a a really amazing community, and Mm -hmm. it's great to see. And and getting involved in house league gets you into the – the hockey community uh, gets you hooked up with great people uh, at any of the rinks. So uh, I know we talked about them before, but you have City National Arena where we are. They have a house yep. league here. Also, uh, the Silver Knights Arena out as America First. Yep. You know, America yep. First mm-hmm. out in Henderson. Um, if you're on the northeastern side of town, you have uh, Pepsi Ice Arena, formerly Sobe. Okay. And um, over here, close to on the west side of town, yeah, like uh, uh, Flamingo and Fort Apache, you have Las Vegas Ice Center where our sons play. Yeah, so at any one of those four locations, you can stroll in. Um, once you get done with your um, Little Knights program, they can sign you right up into the next available house league. Currently, house league for LVIC is the Fall Brawl. I believe Vegas has a has a couple already in process. I tried to look them up. Unfortunately, uh, there is no access because the season's already started. But all house leagues will start in December. Yes. So you'll either December or January, depending if they're going to have a couple week break for Christmas and stuff. But nevertheless, either December or January, your kid go down to the rink, sign them up, get them into house league. That's going to be their first taste and their first opportunity to really play an organized team game, a sport that actually is fun to play, a great exercise, and promotes teamwork 
strength, conditioning, um, it, working with the coaches, expectations, right, Nate? Yeah, you, you've. It really teaches them more than just hockey, right? They're, they're, you're teaching them to become uh, young men and women, uh, and, and you'll, you'll encounter some some great coaches that will, you know, not only teach your kids hockey, they'll teach your kids responsibility. You know, they'll teach your kids being part of a team, playing not only for yourself, playing for your teammates. And um, I know when I was when I was out there, that's that's one of the things you try to do is to just try to get them, you know, involved in the team and working yeah. together. Uh, it's really hard to get them to do that, but once you do, and you can see that, it's really rewarding for not only the coaches, the, the parents, and the kids. It's exciting to see them all come together as as a team as the season progresses. Yeah, now some of those things, some of the parents, like early on, your kid might be telling you, hey, Dad, I want to play forward, or I want to be just like, you know, a defensive player. Like, I want to be like Shea Theodore. We'll use some VGK players, right? Or I want to be like, you know, Wild Bill Carlson. <laughs> or, or you know, Eichel. Any of those guys, really. Uh, at the end of the day, the position they play really doesn't matter, especially if you're if you're coming out out of little nights and you're doing like midgets or excuse me mites and or squirts or peewee. Um, we have had kids on our teams that you know parents have said, "Hey, you know my kid really likes to play forward." Problem with how it's not a problem with house league. It's it's just knowing the kids. Your best skater might have to play some defense. Oh, absolutely, he's going to have to play some defense. And especially if they know if if they're their best backward skater, right? Forward skater, you know that's fine. You can have a forward. Um, you can you can learn you can learn the skills, but you still need to have some structure in place, and that structure might have to be in the form of defense. Well, I mean, it's it's also good for the player, right? If if you're an offensive player and you can get into the mind of the defenseman, it gives you an advantage. So as as you know, as a I would suggest that you let your kid play offense, play defense, uh, play winger, play center. Yeah. You know, make I wouldn't say to the coach, Hey, you know, little Johnny needs to play a forward or little Johnny needs to play center. I would say, Hey coach, can you make sure that he gets experience everywhere? Let him play everything. Yeah, or uh, just not goalie. (laughs) (laughs) Goalie, (laughs) listen, goalie, listen. If your kid is is one hundred percent committed to being a goalie, great for them, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, They can come out. You do need goalies for sure, but that's such a unique position that um, sometimes you want them playing out first, just so they understand that role. So that way when they go back, like everything is about understanding the roles, right? That's why we talk about, okay, maybe we're putting our best skater on defense. Um, So now they're going to understand the role of defense. So when they actually, the best skater finally gets up and plays offense, they have a defensive mindset. Your best offensive player is going to be your best defensive mind. Correct. Realistically. Um, same with goalie. Like, if you have a goalie that had played out, but really he's more focused in on, say, the flurry effect, right? Mm-hmm. The flurry effect, uh, I'm, I'm strictly 100% going to be a, a, a goalie. 
Yes, but I think you get a better understanding of how to play the game if you played out. Yeah, right? and if you are a goalie, I would suggest having your goalie play forward, not defense. Oh. So a lot of goalies, when they go skate out, they'll play defense, and that doesn't really get them a unique perspective. A little bit, right, because you're on the ice. But, you know, you really need to get into that offensive mind if you're a goalie. You need to be the one trying to score, seeing what the goalie's doing, and then when you're playing goalie, you can take that into account. So... I yeah. know when I was when I was younger, I played played goalie, but when I would play out, I would play forward because I wanted to see what it was like on the other side. Yeah, and you're talking, you know, like I played. Now me, I I don't have a big extensive hockey uh, career, right? I I started playing when I actually when I moved here into Vegas in like ninety. Well, I started playing probably around ninety seven, I think ninety six, ninety five, somewhere around there, maybe ninety three. No, ninety three. 93, 94 started playing, but it was all, you know, house league, bear league, whatever you want to call it, right? Older adult league. At the time, I think I was 20, 21 when I started playing. But I played for like almost 15 years here in Vegas. And a lot of it was with, you know, friends and, and playing with, kid, playing with your, 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 your teammates that have played actual hockey. Like, I don't know, I played with guys from Notre Dame, from Minnesota. These guys were good. Like, all I had to do was stand in front of the net. Like, but, but here's the thing. I didn't have the luxury of playing hockey when I was a small kid, you know. Um, and I can only imagine how better I could have been if I was playing as a smaller, you know, as a, as a I don't know, six, seven-year-old, right? Or as up in Canada as soon as you're born. Yeah. Uh, as Babies we, come with skates in Canada. They totally do. <laughs> Uh, but the house league does make a big difference as far as um, really getting to understand the team aspect. Uh, you know, the coach is going to have expectations. And at the end of the day, uh, all you want to see is, like, did they play better from game one moving on to game 10? Right? Mm, absolutely. Did, did the kids learn something? Did they take away from something? Heck, did they win the championship of house league? Now, Nate, do you have any recommendations as far as uh, one in house league, like what they should be working on, like off ice stuff? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I mean, it's simple things. It's working on your balance. I think we, we, we said this before, but the simplest thing you can do is just wear your skates and watch TV. Just work on your balance. You don't have to be on the ice. You don't have to be doing anything. You can be watching cartoons. And getting better. And, you know, I would also suggest um, make sure your stick's taped up, but, you know, shooting pucks in the garage or shooting pucks in the street. Yeah. Uh, And then, you know, just any amount of of exercise. Go play some, some street ball at one of the parks here. Okay. What about watching tape? Like watching... What... What... Let... 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 I'll bring this up because I know it's come up in the past. You know, hey, my kid's watching, you know, he's really into hockey. He's watching a lot of hockey, like, skills shots and stuff from players, like highlight videos. You think that's helpful? I don't really think that's helpful. I don't, uh, I would, I would, the skills you learn by being out there on the ice, the skills you learn by shooting your pucks in your garage, the skills you learn by 
standing in your skates while watching a cartoons. Those things you you just have to practice. You can't really you can't really take mental reps on those. Yeah. Right? Those you need the physical reps because you need to get the muscle memory in there. The mental reps you can take is watching five on five hockey in the NHL, watching the power play, mm-hmm. watching the penalty kill. Watching even okay, how do players get on and off the ice? Simple things like that. Just watch where they go. When a goal is scored, watch the replay. How yeah. did it happen? Yeah. And uh, even for the goalies, when the goalie makes a save, what did he do right before the save? You know, the save doesn't just happen in the instant that the shot occurs. The save happens as the people come across the blue line. Yeah. You're absolutely right. And that's a big takeaway that, you know, is a is a really good thing as far as, you know, trying to direct your kid and playing house league and stuff. It's not always about watching the shots, the goals. It's about how it's set up. How did they come into the zone? Where were they? How do they exit the zone? Yeah. Did they did they stay down low or did they go up high? Also, another big one that you can probably take away is watch the faceoffs. Yeah. Watch how they're winning them. Right? Watch where they win them too. Yeah. Right? Uh in 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 all that stuff you can take the those mental reps, right? That's how you can improve your game. If you're in your spot, yeah. And where you're supposed to be, it doesn't matter how fast the other people skate. You you will be faster than them because you're where you're supposed to be. Absolutely. And uh I'm pretty excited about this because um we've got, you know, we've seen from the the I've just learned how to skate to I've been skating for a few years on uh, out there on the um out, out on the ice as far as for house league goes and I can tell you uh some of the kids that are just learning and coming up are really active into watching those games being a part of those games uh some of the kids that feel like they already have it tend not to mm-hmm. but get it early with your kid watching you know watching games here in Vegas you know, you can go to a VGK game. You can watch it on TV. You can record it. Uh, you can play it back. Uh, there's, a, there's a million ways. Plus, there's YouTube out there, right? Uh, but there's a million ways to get your kid watching the right stuff and learning how to play hockey in house league. And house league can go on for a long time. They play Usually, they play about 10 games. And a few of those are going to end in, in playoffs. Yeah. So Playoffs. We're talking about playoffs? (laughs) Are we talking about playoffs? Who's talking about playoffs? Uh, Yeah, so you'll you'll usually have 10 to 12 games in the season. And then you'll have, depending upon how many teams are in the the league, you'll have a two to three round playoff uh, generally here, although the number of teams is increasing. And so I think... One of the leagues here, I think it was the city national team, ended up having a four-round playoff. So, uh, as the as hockey becomes more popular, that, that'll expand. And, and yeah. I don't know if they're going to take away games from the, the the regular season games in order to accommodate that. But uh, what's nice is, even if they take away a regular season game, you won't lose that game. You'll get a playoff game. Yeah. So and then because everyone makes playoffs. Well, not everyone makes playoffs, but they'll have a consolation bracket. So even oh, they'll you, play. Though. They'll play. The, but you'll even play if the you, same number of games, even if you lose in the first round. In the first round, you then play the next week consolation. Yes, yes, everybody plays the same thing. Plus, you know, occasionally, depending on 
which program you're in. You might even get a pizza party. You'll definitely get photos. Yeah. Uh, there, there's a, a bunch that comes with that cost. Uh, we won't get into the cost because those costs can be looked up. You can go to any of the we- uh, websites at your local ice rinks. Uh, obviously, Las Vegas Ice Center, CNA, City National Arena. Um, obviously, uh, Fiesta or the Sobe Ice Warriors, I think, is the website, actually, SobeIceWarriors.com. Uh, you can go to any one of those or even um, America First Arena website. I think all of it kind of funnels through CNA. So you can you can see their house league, see their costs, and and get your kids signed up. Yeah, you know, oh, oh by the way, they're they generally have a tryout system. So it's not just signing up your kid and then he just gets pushed onto a, a team and that team could be good, bad, otherwise. Coaches actually evaluate. So that's another takeaway that would be really important to kind of talk to your kid about. Like, there's coaches that are going to be on the bench or up high that are going to be looking at the the kid skating to see, okay, I like him. I want him. He's a back, good backward skater, good forward skater, good backward skater, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not just the skating, right? When when you and I were looking at him, you you looked at, okay, does this kid does this kid pass or is he just a puck hog and trying to take it down the ice every time? Yeah, and usually we pick those number one pick overall. Just saying. <laughs> well, Ron, Ron would do that. Yeah, I would do that. I want to win. Uh, yeah. Okay. So at the end of the day, we want to do what's best for your child, right? So if the coach, I could tell you it's just some tips with parents talking with the coaches. Yes, it's, it's easy to ca- talk to your coach after a game. It's not a problem to do that. The only thing is if it's something that you're really, really upset with, with the coach, maybe you felt like your kid didn't get enough ice time or you felt like you did. And, and trust me, we, we don't sit here and plan ice time and, and the amount of ice that's out there. We just rotate kids. Rotate, rotate, rotate. Ro- rotate, rotate. And then the flow of the game is going to, I mean, sometimes your kid's going to be out there a while. Maybe he gets stuck on the ice. Sometimes your kid's going to shift off quickly. Yeah. Sometimes there's uh, power plays through the entire period. So there's not too many shifts. Yeah, or penalty kills. kills. But but for the most part, power plays or penalty kills, for the most part, your kid's going to play. So go talk to the coach, but talk to the coach the next day. Yeah, give it it 24 hours. Let let, let it cool down. Yeah. And if you still think you need to go say something, go go ahead and say something. Uh, But, you know, the coaches in house league, they're, they're all volunteers. Yeah. And they're, they're not trying to single out any kid. I, I mean, I know that. Well, we're, we want every kid on the team to be better at the end of the season. Yeah. And that's the goal. Because at the end of the day, you might be looking at that coach and you might be saying, you might be saying this. He's got to go. But he's not going to go. Okay. He's, he's the coach. He's going to stay. He's going to do what's best for the kids and the team. And at the end of the day, though, uh, like for me and Nate, we have no vested interest when we are coaching House League. Uh, our kids play travel, so they are not allowed to play in House League. And that's maybe another caveat that you guys are going to end up dealing with too or not dealing with is the fact that your <clears throat> your top kids that really are wanting to play hockey and travel, they won't be in House League. You should not find them in House League. You will find a general group of kids that are relatively the same the same, same level. maybe a little bit high, low, but nevertheless the same level. And if they have kids that are from house league, those house league kids that might be in there either didn't make a team. You know, you can't 
just sit here and say, okay, I see that kid with that purple helmet, or I see that kid with that VGK helmet. They could have been absolutely on a house league. Yeah, I mean, not, excuse me, a travel team. Yeah, but sometimes you make it one year, you don't make it the next. Correct. You're a kid that's on a bubble, and you got to go back to house league and, and, and improve. But you know what? Even if that is your kid that has to go back to house league, I wouldn't worry about it. Um, we've seen kids go back and forth. And, you know, some kids come from that cycle, go on to be stars. Yeah, so we already know that there are some kids out there that played travel last year that are currently in house league this year. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, they're going to be more dominant than the kids that are coming into the, you know, into ho- playing hockey. But at the end of the day, though, they're not tr- doing both. I promise you that. They're trying to learn and get better so they can make next season's house uh, travel team. And, I th- go ahead. And if they're out there on the ice with your kid, it's it's good for your kid to see that, to, to be a part of that, to go against that. Yeah. Right? Uh, a suggestion for your kid is, is, you know, tell them, go challenge yourself. Go take him on. Maybe, maybe he gets around you, you know, first time, fifth time. But you're getting better every time. Absolutely. Like uh, a really good... Like a kid that used to play house league that now plays travel that maybe you say to yourself, you know, not that he doesn't deserve to be on a travel team because he does, but if you're going by size, size doesn't always matter here. We have a kid on our team currently that he's small, mm-hmm. right? He's a smaller kid, right? The smallest kid. And, but here's the thing, though. He has the biggest heart. He has the biggest drive. And he does. We were at a game this weekend. He literally leveled one of the biggest kids on the ice. So even your smallest kid getting into house league. Now, you can't play physical and hit kids in house league. Obviously, that is not uh, bantam. There's checking, but not in house league. Um, Just understand that, too. There are some aspects of hockey that you will not find. Uh, when you get older kids playing um, Bantam or Midgets and stuff like that. So we're talking 14U, 16U. Uh, House League isn't going to allow you to check. So that's where you work on your skill, right? But there again, if you have heart and drive, you, sky's the limit. You, you, there's great opportunity out there for if, you, if your goal is to play travel, and which, which that will be our next uh, conversation next week is talking about travel. Um, so make sure you're listening to that. Make sure you're going to our, our website at VegasRinksod.com. Check it out because the, this podcast that we're currently talking on right now, as you're listening, either you've heard, you're hearing it through a pod, uh, a podcast uh, support, which is like Apple Podcast or Google or or whatever, or you're listening it on VegasRinksod.com. So you know, listen up for these. These are great, helpful tips. Uh, tricks, trades of, of doing, um, of having your kid play hockey. That's the important thing, but we've got some breaking news. Nate, breaking news. Go for it. So we, we got to experience the Gorman versus Faith JV game here at City National Arena. First meeting between the two schools. 
Faith has had a hockey team for a few years, yeah. but this is Gorman's first year. Yep. Uh, so the inaugural meeting between the two, a really exciting game. The JV game was great. House was packed. Yep. Uh, fans were fans were awesome. We'll have some videos of that on our social media later. Absolutely. Um, even 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 the uh, national anthem was amazing. Yeah. I mean, it was all all amazing. So, uh, but great game. Uh, came down to the wire. It was three two faith. But three two um, faith. So first meeting in the books. Gorman goes down, loses by one. Right. Just do, by, just by one. Which what were who scored goals? Do we know? You know we so, got some of it, right? So we got some of it. Um, goal from number thirty eight for Gorman. Assist from number six. Yes. Thirty eight is Sharubita, I believe. Okay, and six is Baldy. Six is Jeff Baldy. Yes. Here's the thing, though. First goal goes to Gorman, though. Right. Yeah. Gorman came out. Okay. Gorman came out, got on the board first. Uh, really set the tenor of the game. It was. Good to see, and then but Faith came right back. Faith came right back. Uh, number eighty-six, Brody Litzinger, with the goal, uh, assisted by number thirteen. Maybe not on the number thirteen, not on the roster. <laughs> that's that's who that was. Number okay, th- the ghost. <laughs> so. Uh, the ghost of faith. Yeah, the ghost, the ghost of faith. Okay. We'll uh, and then, you know, so it, it was tied up for a bit, and then in the second period, Cooper Bolda, unassisted goal, put faith up 2-1. to one. Oh, Cooper Bolda, another kid, played house league, moved, worked his way up, did and did travel, and now is playing for uh, for faith. Great great job. Great Cooper, job. Uh, yep. I believe he's a freshman on the JV team, so okay, great to see. And then Cash Tritton from Gorman. Power play goal in the second period. Yeah. Assist from number 13, Cash Johnson. Oh, so, so thir- Cash to Cash. Cash Johnson's number 13 then. Or was it Faith that we didn't know who 13 Faith was? we didn't know. Okay, so. fair enough. So uh, Cash Johnson uh, assists on Cash Trenton's goal. Cash is a good kid. Another one of those good kids. House leaguer. Became a really good house leaguer. Kids knew, though, get him to his backhand. That's yeah. funny. And his parents, you know, hopefully they're listening to this podcast because we would razz him before he got on to uh, Storm A last year, Bantam A. We said, hey, the kids knew. Just push push cash to his backhand, and there's no shot there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's improved that. And as a matter of fact, it wasn't his backhand that he scored the power play on, but it was a forward uh, shot. It was a great shot, low shot. Uh, hit the back of the net. He was pumped up, amped up, jumping into the corner, jumping on his teammates. You know, what a way to tie the game up 2-2, I think, at that point. Yeah, tied the game up. Yep. So, and then the go-ahead goal happened in the third period with 3.04 left. Oh, yeah. So, great game. Great game. Number 86 from... The Ghost... The, the ghost, ghost of faith. Ghost. No, the Brody Litzinger. Okay, okay. From number two and number nineteen. Number two is Braden Renville, and number nineteen is Mikhail Murr. Oh yeah, Murr. So Mir, Murr. Yeah, Mir, Mir, Murr. Apologies on your last name if we're we're you know butchering it, but uh, big kid, defensive kid. 
Huge, huge shot from the point. Bounces off like two kids, right? Mm-hmm. Or or was it pass, pass? I'm not even 100% sure. But it, nevertheless, it got by the goalie who is, for Gorman, was... Um, Zephyridos. No, no, no. You're thinking, you're thinking of... Uh, uh, oh, that... Uh, okay. It's your goalie from last year. Okay. James... I apologize. I can't say your last name. Schmier or Schmeyer. Okay. Uh, but, yeah. That's fine. You, you can apologize. We'll, we'll take your apology. It's totally <laughs> fine. So, yeah. So, at the end of the day, that was a tough That was a tough goal to let in at 3.04 or somewhere around three yeah, minutes. Yeah, not really the goalie's fault. It, the puck just bounced around. Oh, and yeah. It's like found, a pinball. Found Litzinger's stick and... Letzinger popped it up into the near yeah. corner. That, I mean, it was it was a crazy, like, ping, ping, yeah. pong. So, uh, great game. Uh, both teams came out very respectful. Uh, no craziness in the crowds. Parents were just cheering and having a great time. Kids from all over uh, Las Vegas land watching the game. I think every travel parent was even there rooting on um, the game. So it was great to see. It was absolutely a joy to watch that game. And then we get into game two. Game two is varsity. But first, we have spot number two. Oh, spot number two. We got to talk about Mm -hmm. spot two, guys. Spot two. Why did uh, the video go to school, Ron? I don't know, Nate. Why did the video go to school? To improve its quality. But with Lucci Hub, you don't need school. They've got quality video production down to an art. Ha, so with Lucci Hub, it's always an A plus in the video creation. LuchiHub.com, making video creation as easy as a dad joke. Oh, dad jokes are, are basically our sponsor lines here. We're, it's our specialty. Do, it's our specialty. It's our niche. <laughs> It's dad jokes all the way. <laughs> so getting into game two, we are Faith Lutheran versus Gorman, but now we're the varsity level. These are your oldest kids for the most part, but your I guess your top kids, right? Your top tier kids for ho- for um, high school uh, hockey. Uh, Faith Lutheran coming in. I think both teams coming in almost undefeated or pretty close. I don't know. Exa- th- their records are very small right now as they are just getting their season started. Actually, this was the big home opener for Faith today, right? Yeah, Faith in their varsity division two. Um, they are th- two and one on the, on the season. Does that include today's game? That does not include today's game. All right, three and one. Three and one on the season. Okay. And Bishop Gorman is zero and zero, so this is their very first okay. league one. game. I believe they had a showcase, and they won... They did. We they won we that game. yeah. Just go back to um, week uh, weekend rundown. I think it is the weekend hub. The hi- Vegas the Hockey f- Hub. Mid-week Vegas edition. Hockey Hub. Yes, midweek edition. Uh, the first one we actually talk about those games. Mm-hmm. So this game here comes out. Um, honestly, honestly, first first impressions. I'm like uh, maybe maybe Gorman has the edge. First impression. Very first. Yeah, Start Gorman off, came out a little uh, a, a little bit stronger. Absolutely, but as the game came on, you j- there was a there was a shift, and that shift really was seeing Faith implement their game plan. Yeah, they spread the ice, and you could really see the experience of Faith in this one. Gorman's varsity team's a little on the young side. Yeah, so they just don't have that game experience, and you really could see Faith spreading the ice. 
doing stretch passes back and forth across the ice, breaking, making creases in Gorman's defense, jumping out ahead on pucks as they come down the ice. Yeah, as the, as the game went on, yeah. yeah so it was, uh, it, was, it was a great game. And, you know, I think the the youth of Gorman just really showed in the end. Yeah. But ultimately, Faith came out on top. Was it 7-1? Seven 7-1, seven seven yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fish for Gorman actually got the, the, the one goal, which was great to see. At least it wasn't a donut. In the tennis world, that's <laughs> what we would call it, a donut. Um, they got a breadstick. Right, So they got one on the board. But you know what, though? That that says a lot for Gorman, man. They they still kept fighting. They still kept playing. And, you know, we didn't even mention about this game, which is, you know, we're telling you now, if you didn't come and see the game, um, you saw a lot of hitting. A lot, there was, it was quite physical. Uh, there were some unexpected penalties that led to uh, a, a player being ejected. Um, it is, uh, it, listen, it was a hard fought game, both sides. Yeah, it was good hockey. It was, it was fun to watch, and I'm sure the kids had fun playing. But, uh, Faith's, Faith's, uh, captain, uh, number 73, do we have a name for him? I do. I, fi- I figured you do. Well, he ended up scoring two goals tonight. Um, Great play, great, great. He got fed some sweet passes to, to bury it in. But number seven. Carter Adams. Carter Adams. What a great uh, great two goals tonight. We also had goals from. Number seven. Number seven, uh, Robert uh, Robertson. Mm-hmm. Oh, there we go. I can... There we go. Kyle Williams Robertson. Okay. Who else did we get goals from from Faith? So we had a... seven of them. So he had a shorthanded goal by number four, number four. Oh, this Caden Israel assisted by number seventy-one. The sorting isn't uh, the greatest. The yeah no. So number seventy-one is going to be. I believe that was Jaden Barry. Yeah, Barry. That's correct. He had a couple assists tonight, yeah, actually. And then also number thirteen, Henry Morgan. Okay. And then a couple from 73, uh, which is, what do we say, Adams? Yeah. 73 is Carter Adams. Had a power play goal with an assist from Barry. Yep. Number 71. Yep. Uh, at 9-11, we have a goal. We didn't get the name on that one. Oh, they, You know what? They ended up uh, – so for varsity, uh, in the middle of the second period, they actually uh, get the kids off the ice. So with about 10 minutes left or like around nine or eight minutes left, uh, they get the kids off the ice, they shave the ice, and they come out fresh, start their second period. Unfortunately, Faith did score right when they right when they then sent the kids off. So we didn't hear the announcement, so we couldn't pull uh, the name, unfortunately. But um, they, they do have a website. Faith Lutheran does have a website that you can go to to check out their, their, their goals, I mean their games and, and their scores. But at the end of the game, uh, or should I say at the end of the game or at the end of the day, however you want to look at it right now there, Nate, uh, 7-1 victory, Faith Lutheran comes out yeah. strong in Nevada. Yep. And I, we had three more goals to mention, number nine. Uh, I, don't think, I don't think that's right because he had a penalty. They, yeah. were, they were naming the penalty, I think. So, uh, well, the goal is right. Uh, so Walsh. 
Oh yeah, Bryson Walsh, Walsh with the goal. Uh, brother of Nolan Walsh, who plays on the Storm 14U Able, I believe. Okay. So family of travel slash uh, more travel with more travel, uh, high school. High school hockey. Okay. I feel for them. They have two kids. I have two kids in, in travel hockey. Uh, it's, a, it's an expensive sport, folks. It is very expensive. And then a power play goal by number four, Caden Israel, assisted by number six, Corbin Capo Bianco. Okay. And then another goal by the captain, number 73, Carter Adams. Yeah, which is one of the two goals that we had mentioned before. So great, great showing, great turnout, great excitement, uh, everything. Um, You know, the only thing that I would say that we would really need to talk about now moving forward is Havoc Hats. (laughs) Right? Correct, Ron. Why did the hat go to school? Uh, I don't know, Nate. Why did the hat go to school? Because it wanted to be ahead of the class. But with Havoc Hats, you're always ahead in style. True that. I guess with Havoc Hats, it's always cap... What is that? Captivating fashion. Havoc Hats, for those who enjoy a tip-top cap and a top-notch dad joke. Oh my gosh! We got we got fights going on over here. Uh, we're hearing in the background, but that's okay. That's the beauty of going live. Well, folks, this is Ron reporting live from CNA Arena with Nate. And basically, what do I usually say? We're out. Catch you later. <laughs>